the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a battlefield. Every day you're tested by others, challenged by society, and pushed to the limit by your inner struggles. To overcome, you must have the mindset of a warrior, at peace at all times, conscious of your true power, and present in every moment. Warriors are properly prepared to perform at the highest level. This is Way of Warrior Radio, helping you fight the good fight. And now, a man well-versed in trauma and drama, he's battle-hardened, and he has your six. Here is Way of Warrior Radio's Mr. Scott V. Black. Have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered, now that the holidays are over, if you can find the power and the passion to start anew? Have you ever wondered, man, how am I going to make it through this next year? Have you ever wanted to just sit back and do like uh, Groundhog's Day and just live the holidays over and over and over and over and not want to get back to the work? Well, if you have, then guess what? You're normal. Yeah, normal is nothing more than a setting on a dryer, but man, do people want to be normal. So I want to thank you for joining me today on today's broadcast of Way of Warrior. Uh, And today, I want to remind you of the power of preparation. There are two Greek words that we translate into the word time in English. And if you've listened to my show or been around me for a while, you've heard these two words because I talk about them a lot because they matter. Those two words are kairos and chronos. Chronos is time on the 24-hour clock called a day, right? There are 24 hours in a day. And if I were to ask you what time is it, most of you would give me a chronos answer. You would say, Uh, It is right now 11.07, to be specific, Central Standard Time. However, there's another word, and it's called kairos. Kairos is much different than chronos. For kairos is not a specific, quote, time. It is a specific moment in time, a time set aside for something specific. And if you've ever heard or read the good book, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a book. I think it was written by Solomon, if I do believe. It's called Ecclesiastes. The richest man in the world who had everything wrote a book near the end of his life and said it's all frivolity. It's all frivolous. It has no meaning. See, in that book, it begins like this. For everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. That's how chapter 3 starts, I should say. And that's what Kairos is. It's knowing what time it is. And I mean 
the time is now, not what time on the clock, but what in this moment of time is the best thing to to be doing? What is our focus? If you listen to yesterday's uh, podcast radio show, then you heard the story about the king who wanted to know the three great questions of life. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you go to wherever you listen to your podcast and you search for Way of Warrior and you listen to it. Now you know exactly what I'm talking about. Knowing what time it is, Kairos, is truly the difference between just a, a, a normal life, a life of minimal impact, and a significant life. A life where you use by God and others to impact more than is without heaven's impact or heaven's interaction impossible. So today we want to continue talking about the space between Christmas and the start of our new year. Oh, I don't mean January 1. I mean the start of your year. My year will start about January 6th. So the space between Christmas and the start of your new year is a special time, a time to remember, a time to recollect, and to remind ourselves. It is a time of preparation. And so today on The Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight, for this hour of power, I want to prepare you, prepare your heart and your mind, because preparation is about remembering, recollecting, and reminding. You know, I am a student of the good book. And the good book is all about us remembering, recollecting, reminding ourselves, because it's so easy to forget. And preparation's important. You know, if you pay attention to the book of Genesis and Exodus, when the Israelites were in the desert for a two-week journey that took them 40 years, (laughs) God said he was preparing them. They took the long way because they weren't ready to do battle. And so God was preparing them for what was going to happen into the future. But because they would not learn the lessons from the desert, all but two of the two million that left Egypt died in the journey as a punishment for their lack of preparation and learning the lessons that God was teaching them. And so today we want to focus on the key of preparation, and three specific things to remember, to recollect, and to remind. All great words. To remember is to put things back together. And if you go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, is one of my favorite in the whole book. I'm talking about the good book, not just the book of Deuteronomy. But it's the most quoted book by Jesus. All three temptations of the devil, his responses were from the book of Deuteronomy. Book of Deuteronomy 8 is all about remembering. He says, I took you out in the desert. I wanted to test your heart. I wanted to see if you'd love me, if you'd remember me, if you'd keep my commandments. It always reminds me of Mr. Potato Head because to dismember someone is to remove their limbs, to remove their arms and legs. And think about this. Every time we remove the arms and legs of Mr. Potato Head, we dismembered him. Now consider every time we put his arms and legs back on, what did we do to him? We remembered him. We put him back together. We experienced him wholly again. That's what PTSD is. It's remembering some bad stuff that happened. And every time we remember, we relive, we re-experience, we refill, or we re-numb, we rerun. Right? 
and then we got to recollect. We, you call it recollect. And think about recollecting what it is. It's about gathering. It's about picking up the pieces. It's about making sure you have all that you're supposed to have, those resources, those tools, the knowledge, the experience. And then look at the word remind, to remind. We're told to not think like the people of this world, to transform our thinking, to remind. Don't you hear what God's saying? To remind, to put it back together mentally in the proper way. Why? The battle is in the mind. We must be in the right mind, the right frame, the right narrative, the right filter. And so this time between Christmas and your start of your new year is to recollect. We must learn the lessons from the valley. We must learn the lessons from the desert or we will continue the loop. Lessons are presented in life. And until we learn them, we must re-experience and relearn until God knows we have learned it. Not at gnosis, not at the surface but at the epigenosis, below the surface. All warriors know the six Ps of preparation. Proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. It's about understanding the other three Ps that go with it. Powerful. We are to be meek. Meek is power under control. It is not by my might, but by the Lord's. It is also his battle. I'm just an arrow in the quiver of Yahweh to be present. The world is deaf, numb, and blind, and after the break, I'll prove my point is to be peaceful. And you know what I learned a long time ago? You can't have the peace of God without having peace with God. And as Paul's message greeting to people always went, grace and peace be with you. Why grace and peace? Because without grace with God, you can have peace with God. So today we're going to focus on the heart and mind, the two things that really dictate how we move forward. And today we're going to prepare for a great new year, and we're going to swat the heart and the mind. So don't you go anywhere. You need to be on this Hour of Power. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Many local families cannot afford the high cost of food, gas, and groceries. You can help by donating to the Salvation Army this holiday season. Give now at SalvationArmyNorth.org. Together, we can love beyond. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. 
Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you use insulin or have had hypoglycemic events, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-514-9849. 800-514-9849. 800-514-9849. That's 800-514-9849. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-410-8643. That's 800-410-8643. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. And today, I want to be an encouragement. We're not in the new year yet. We're still in a slowdown time, but I want you to know if you're getting ready for a great new year, then you need to go to likeitmatters.net. You need to go to wayofwarrior.training because, man, I can guarantee you a way better new year than the one you had last year. Just get yourself in the class. Give me two and a half days, and I'll give you a better you. And so today we're talking about for everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. It's called Kairos. It's time, knowing the moment and time we live in. And knowing what time it is, the difference between a significant impact or just an ordinary life. And the space between Christmas and the start of our new year is a special time, a time to remember, to recollect, and to remind ourselves. It's a time of preparation. Before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and slowly exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. Once there was a very small person who had feelings. They had many feelings and felt them every day. Their family liked them when they showed their feelings, so the very small person started to wear their feelings on their sleeve. One day, one of the small person's parents said, that they didn't like to see the fear feeling anymore. So the small person tried to pull it off. The parents said they would give the small person some tough to cover their fear. The small person found it very difficult to cover the fear with the tough. So the other parent and the grandparents all helped. They accomplished their mission, although it took many days. Now you look wonderful, said the parents when it was done. We've covered some of your feelings with tough, and you'll grow into a strong person. The small person grew a little older and eventually found a friend. The friend also wore their feelings on their sleeve 
The friend said one day, my parents want me to cover up my lonely feelings and to be different from now on. And so they were. The small person decided to cover over their lonely feelings too. And so they got angry from another adult. The small person put big patches of angry on top of their lonely. It was hard work to cover over all those lonely feelings. One day, when the small person, who was now not so small, went to school, some of their lonely feelings started to show. So the teacher kept them behind and gave them some guilt to cover their lonely feelings. Sometimes when alone at night, the person would look at their feelings. They would pull off the tough and angry and guilt to look at their lonely and fear. Then they would have to take a long time putting the tough, angry, and guilt back again before they started their day. One night, the person noticed that their lonely and fear were growing and they were beginning to stick out from under the patches. So the person had to go out to find some more angry to cover the lonely and got all the tough that their parents could spare to cover their fear. The person grew older and became very popular because everyone said they could hide their feelings well. The person's parents said one day that they had a proud feeling because the person had become so tough. But the person could not find anywhere to put the proud feeling because the tough had gotten so big. The person had trouble finding room on their sleeve for any other feelings. The tough and the angry covered everything they were all that showed. Then, after a time, the person met another person, and they too became friends. They thought that they were a lot alike because they both only had tough and angry feelings that showed. One day, the friend told the person a secret. I'm not really like you. My tough and angry, they're only patches to cover my lonely and my fear. The friend pulled back the edge of their tough and showed the person their fear, but just for a second. The person sat quietly and did not speak. Then carefully, they too pulled back the edge of their tough and showed their fear. The friend saw the lonely underneath. Then the friend gently reached out and touched the person's fear, and then the lonely. The friend's touch was like magic. A feeling of acceptance appeared on the person's sleeve, and the tough and the angry are becoming smaller and smaller 
and smaller. The person then knew that whenever someone gave them acceptance, they would need less tough, and there'd be more room to show proud, sad, loving, good, warm, hurt, fear. See, as we go from Christmas into this space between, we've got to realize that this is preparation time. That what we're working on is two things that God works on, our daddy. Our manufacturer tells us over and over in his good book that we've got to work on two things. And they are our heart and our mind. And yesterday, we talked about in this this period, the slowdown period, this time of remembering, of recollecting, of reminding, this is our time to consider it's the desert, it's the valley, call it a vacation, a staycation, whatever you want to call it. But it's a time to recollect. It's a time to remind. It's a time to remember. See, the mindset of a warrior is not to be taken lightly. First thing, it's powerful, and you got to understand what powerful is. Powerful is not power for the use of your own good. Power is not the ability to, to lord something or hoard something over somebody. Power is using your God-given gifts and talents for a greater good. That's where the Bible says that the meek shall inherit the earth. You must understand what the word meek is. A lot of people think it's weak. No, they rhyme. And I might use them together in a poem. But they are not the same word. They are not synonymous. They're more antithetical. Meek is power under control. Meek is a bridled stallion. That horse could kill that man with a kick, with a run throwing off, breaking his head open. But that animal chooses to be under authority. This is why the meek shall inherit the earth. This is what meek is, the ability to understand that there is a God and I am not him. Now, there's a higher power. That's why it's one thing to know who you are, but until you know whose you are, you will never fully know who you are. I am an arrow in the quiver of Yahweh. Some of you know me because God sent me. An arrow is an offensive weapon. I want to be an offensive weapon in the hands of the Almighty God to be used for good in God. See, when we understand who we are, in that power, we understand what we're here to do and that greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world and the same power that rose Jesus from the grave is in every single believer. When you understand that, then you can be fully present. See, the world is deaf, numb, and blind. I'm gonna give you some examples. After the break, I'm gonna give you true, real-life scenarios. I'm not making this stuff up. People are walking around numb, deaf, blind. They're looking, but they're not seeing. They're too busy judging. They're touching, but they're not feeling. They're numb because they've shut off all the pain and hurt. And yeah, they can hear the tympanic membrane vibrates and they have gift of sound, but they do not listen because they're too busy warring with their own self in their own head. Which brings us the third thing is peaceful. 
Peace knowing who you are. Peace knowing where you're at. Peace knowing you're being used by the hand of God. Peace knowing that you have a purpose. And so what we want to do today is we want to swap the head and the heart. You remember SWAT? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Yesterday, we had you SWAT as you take a look at your life. We got to look at the past just to learn from it. We don't live in the past. We learn from the past. We don't live in tomorrow. It doesn't exist. We dream of tomorrow. There's only one place we can live, and that is the now moment. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is our powers, our freedom. So in order to get ourselves ready for what the new year has, we've got to swat our heart and our mind. We've got to take a look at our strengths. We've got to take a look at our weaknesses. We've got to take a look at our opportunities. And we've got to take a look at our threats, specifically how they relate to our heart and our mind, the two most critical ingredients, not just to you and I, but to anywhere that men and women come together because it's the essence of who we are based on whose we are. I'm black. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. In Dinesh D'Souza's new blockbuster movie, Police State exposes the government's plot to control MAGA conservatives. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. MAGA Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Mass surveillance, censorship, and armed attacks. There's nowhere to hide. FBI, we have an arrest warrant. Fifteen marked units on my property. Military-styled soldiers pointing an order rifle at my head. Are we becoming a police state? It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Shuley, police state sounds the alarm. What we need is a person, and then we go find out what crime you did. How did we give the state this kind of power? Police state, they have their lists. Are you next? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police state, buy it or stream it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. 
too. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-244-3080-800-244-3080-800-244-3080. That's 800-244-3080. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. And, man, if you're getting ready for the new year, so am I, and that's why we spend this time together. Uh, If you don't know, this is my last week of being on the radio. Love being a part of the Minneapolis uh, um, uh, community for the last seven-plus years. Uh, But we are going to Strictly Podcast, so uh, Like It Matters Radio becomes Way of Warrior. The transition's already taking place, so please, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, Please go there and like us, uh, share us, download us. Also, you'll be able to find all of our podcasts and even the old radio programs at wayofwarriorpod.com. Pod is short for podcast, wayofwarriorpod.com. Again, help us spread the word. I'm in there fighting the battle with you. And that's what today is about, getting ourselves ready for the battle uh, that's coming for the new year. And when I say battle... Some of you got to think negative. It doesn't have to be negative. We're fighting the good fight. You know, we're fighting for the sanctity of our marriages. We're fighting for the innocence of our children. We're fighting for uh, shelf space if you work for Keebler or if you work for Kraft Nabisco or Coca-Cola. We're working uh, to fight our good fight. It's a worthy battle to have a purpose for your life. Because time is fleeting. We talked about time at the beginning, but we all have the same amount of time. And you know what? When it comes down to the end of our life, you know what the big question is? Is what did we do with our time? You know, Stephen Covey, when he used to do first things first in the time management, he talked a lot about this. I remember the story from first things first. He said one expert was speaking to a group of business students. And to drive a home a point, he used an illustration. I'm sure those students will never forget. As this man stood in front of the group of high-powered overachievers, he said, okay, time for a quiz. He pulled out a one-gallon wide-mouth mason jar and set it on the table in front of them. Then he produced about a dozen fist-sized rocks and carefully placed them one at a time into the jar. When the jar was filled to the top, no more rocks could fit inside. He asked, is this jar full? Most everyone in the class said, yes. Then he said, really? He reached under the table and pulled out a bucket of gravel, these small rocks. Then he proceeded to dump gravel in, shook the jar, causing the piece of gravel to work themselves down in spaces in between the big rocks, and kept putting more gravel in, shake the the jar so all the rocks were filling. He did that a few times until the jar was full to the top and no more pebbles could get in there. Again, he smiled and asked the group once more, is the jar full? By this time, the class was on to him. I mean, there are college students, but hey, even rats would figure this out, right? So one of them said, probably not. Ha, ha, ha. And, of course, the teacher, being a good teacher, said, good, he replied. And he reached under the table and brought out a bucket of sand. 
He started slowly dumping the sand in and shaking the jar, put more sand in, shaking the jar, until it went into all the space that left between the rocks and the gravel. And what do you know he done next? He asked a question. What was the question? Is this jar full? And now the class was on to him. No, the class shouted. And again, he smiled. Good. He grabbed a pitcher of water and began to pour it in until the jar was filled to the brim and water started flowing over the sides. He put a jar, the lid on the jar and he said, now the jar is full. And after that, he looked up at the class and he asked, so what's the point of this illustration? And one eager beaver raised his hand and said, the point is, no matter how full your schedule is, if you really work hard, you can always fill it. You can always fit some more things into it. No, 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 the speaker replied, that's not the point. The truth this illustration teaches us is this. If you don't put the big rocks in first, you'll never get them in at all. And so that elicits some questions, right? I mean, let's be honest. What good is a story if it doesn't lead you to something? A story's not about a story. A story's about where it takes you from and to. So here's a couple questions to consider. What are the big lives, uh, big rocks in our life? Is there projects you wanted to accomplish last year you didn't? Or some things you wanted to do that you never even started? What about as you look back and look forward? Right, we've got to glance backwards and forward, backwards and forward. What was this last year about with time with your loved ones? Did you spend quality time with more than someone that you were sleeping with? And did you spend quality time with that person with your clothes on, not in the bedroom? What about your faith? Are you closer to the God of the universe today than you were this time last year? And if you don't do something different, will you be closer to the God of the universe 12 months from now than you are right now? How about your education? What'd you learn this year? Did you make a concerted effort to learn anything? When was the last time you read a book that wasn't filled with smut or vampires that wasn't recommended reading? When was the last time you read for knowledge, for knowledge that you can use to help others or advance your life? What's different about your finances today than it was 12, years, uh, 12 months ago? Do you have a cause? Do you know what your good fight is? How well did you do this year in your good fight? Are you teacher mentoring others? How many people do you encourage daily or weekly? How many people, if they were honest, said because of you, this last year was better than it would have been without you? See, this is what this time in between, a time to remember, to recollect, to remind, this is what this time is about. But you know, there is an interesting thing in this little story that had a little joke at the end. Remember, he says, so what's the point of this story? And, you know, don't miss this learning lesson because a lot of people miss this because they just laugh and move on. No, laugh and stop. Remember the eager beaver? Remember the funny line he said? The point is no matter how full your schedule is, if you really work really hard, you can always fit some more things into it. We got to remember that part. See, that's what's really important because no one responds to reality. See, what we respond to is our map of reality. 
And so here's a story that most people have heard the story before. Most people know the message of the story is you got to do first things first. That's what Covey was talking about. It's one of his seven habits of highly effective people. Put first things first. Because if you don't put first things first, you might never get to first things. But it does tell us something. That it's all about perspective. It's all about understanding. See, and the Bible has a story about this too. Story of the, the banquet of the king. Right? The king had this great banquet. And he invited all these people, top-line food, everything wonderful. And remember, there's three groups of people that his servants went out to invite to the feast that he planned. And each one of them gave them excuse for why they couldn't do it. They were not properly prepared. See, warriors, what good is it to be in the right place at the right time if you're not properly prepared? Look at the Bible and the ten virgins with their lamps. And where five of them didn't have enough oil. Why? Because they weren't properly prepared. Look at the story of the minas and the talents. Where the leader of the home gave away one and three and five or gave away five and ten and whatever. And told them to properly prepare for their investment. And when he came back, only two had properly prepared and done something with his investment. And one did nothing. And boy, I'll paraphrase it, all hell broke loose. One thing I heard a long time ago, the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. So let me ask you, this last year as we're bringing it to a close, how busy were you? And were you busy doing critical stuff or were you busy doing important stuff? Because if you're doing critical stuff, it's called poor time management. Because your lack of planning does not constitute an emergency for most people. It's called poor planning. How was your time management last year? Can you do better? Will you do better? So we need to understand that we all have different meanings to words and stories. We have different frames, different wiring, different dreams, different goals, different rewards, different successes. And so what we want to do is make sure we properly prepare ourselves moving in the new year. Remember yesterday when I talked about dealing with post-Christmas letdown, talking about three things to deal with this. Number one, don't end Christmas immediately. Wallow in it a little bit. Enjoy it. Just because December 25th has passed doesn't mean the mindset, the spirit, the slowdown, the peacefulness, the beautiful lights. The, enjoy it. Let it expand. Do your 12 days of Christmas post-December 25th. What if you started your 12 days of Christmas December 26th and it ended January 6th? And then the second thing is stay positive. Yes, stay positive. You got to stay positive. You got to look forward. That's the biggest part, to stay positive. Remember, it's okay to slow down. Remember, this is normal for people to feel a little emotionally down. Remember, you're okay. Remember, you got this. Remember, this is time. This is the season. This is Kairos. It is time to slow down. It is time to relax. It is time to recollect, to remember, to remind. And thirdly, we got to look forward. See, that's the difference between helpless and hopeless. You got to understand there's a there's a pandemic hitting this world and it's called helpless and hopeless it's depression. Depression says my life sucks today and tomorrow will be no better and some of you feeling that way because of this postseason letdown but that's a lie you're not what you feel. You got to realize to be hopeful means that my life might not be good today but tomorrow's going to be better. 
See, we got to look forward. I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to next year. I'm looking forward to January. I'm looking forward to making an impact. I'm looking forward. Do you hear the words? Looking forward. So after the break, I want to look forward. And I want to prepare you with a SWOT analysis on the two things that matter most, the heart and mind. Because there's a battle out there going on for your heart and mind. And if you're not waging that battle, you're losing it. And if you're losing it, it's probably at the unconscious level. Why does that matter? Because that's the programming, baby. Don't go anywhere. You want to listen to this last segment. I'm going to give you the tools to get ready. We'll be right back. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Are you tired of going online every day and getting news meant to make you afraid or meaningless celebrity gossip fighting for your attention? Want something different, something positive? Make your new homepage Christianity.com with daily devotionals, answers to life's tough questions, and meaningful Bible study from favorite pastors and authors on today's current events and issues. Now you have a homepage that reflects your life and your faith. Join the thousands of others who have joined Christianity.com and experience the difference that good news can make in your life. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting DependOnAM.com. Attention, business owners. Have you already filed for your employer retention credit with the IRS? As reported in a major financial paper, the IRS will be slowing down ERC checks. You could now be waiting several months to a year plus to get your ERC money. We can help you get it within 10 days. As long as you've already filed for your ERC with the IRS, we can advance you the money. Finance ERC has already funded millions of dollars in ERC money. You don't need to wait to get your money. We can get it to you within 10 days. Again, if you've already filed your employer retention credit, we can help you get the money in your bank account within 10 days from today. But you need to call right now while time is on your side. Here's our number. Not available in all states. 800-974-5215. 800-974-5215. That's 800-974-5215. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. And today, I'm talking about preparation, getting you ready 
in this time of kind of waiting. And I always like to tell people it's okay right now to be a little bit down. It's okay to be right now to have not that drive to get back to the fight, to get back to work. Enjoy this downtime. And there are times in the desert, there are times in the valley. One thing I've learned, if we don't learn the lessons, don't lose the lessons of the valley. There's a time to slow down. God's in charge of time. And in this time to slow down, we are to gather, to recollect. We are to remember, to put it back together. Who are we? Whose are we? Why are we here? What's our purpose? Why do we get up each day, do what we do, and go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again to remind ourselves the The Bible tells us over and over, it's replete with scripture that says the battle is in the mind to focus only on those things that are good and pure, to hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to to guard your heart for all the issues of life stem from it, to transform your thinking, to not think like the way of the world. And so remembering, we got to remember, just like when we put Mr. Potato Head back together, we remembered him, we put his arms and legs back on. We've got to remember who we are and who's we are and why we're here. We've got to recollect and gather, pick up the pieces, make sure we have all that we're supposed to have, all the resources, all the tools, all the knowledge, all the experience. How are you going to use this radio show, this podcast next year? Are you going to get to a class finally, Leadership Awakening, Leadership Adventure, so we can elevate your life to a whole new level? And then we've got to remind ourselves, because the battle's in the mind, we must be in the right mind, the right frame. We have the right narrative, the right filter. Remember, there are two types of communication. There's interpersonal and there's intrapersonal. Interpersonal is how we talk to other people. Intrapersonal is how we talk to ourselves. But let me first remind you of the battle we're in. We live in the most racist America that I've ever experienced. Dr. King said, listen, quit judging people based on choices that were not theirs. He didn't choose the color of his skin. He didn't choose a socioeconomic background. He said, judge me based on my choices. That's what character is. Dr. King said, don't judge me based on the, con- the, the color of my skin, but by the content of my character. But now today, there's so much anger. It's all about the heart and mind. And what I do in my leadership training, go to likeitmatters.net to read about it or wayofwarrior.blog. I'm sorry, wayofwarrior.training, sorry, wayofwarrior.blog will take you to my scriptural post. It's about the heart and mind. Those are two things I work on. Why does this matter? Father three killed in grocery store beating, three teens arrested. This is yesterday. Three teenagers have been arrested for beating an Ohio father of three to death. Columbus, Ohio, my daughter lives there. Columbus police said the incident happened at 7 p.m. So this is 7 p.m. It's not late. It's not middle night. 7 p.m. Three young men engaged the victim, 53-year-old uh, Donnie Smith, inside a Kroger grocery store. The suspects were asked to leave by security after getting into altercation with patrons inside the store, and then the fight continued outside, police said. Smith was taken to a hospital in critical condition and later died. One of the friends who was with Smith at the time told the group was trying to pick on whoever they could. So these three young black men, you won't hear this, but they're three angry black men. They went in the store for the sole purpose of finding someone to beat up. Smith was unconscious and bleeding from the head due to the beating, and the group was laughing and enjoying themselves while assaulting him. Smith died two weeks later. They found these men. Now, of course, you won't hear anything about race, but I would almost, because no race is mentioned, probably tell you the person, Mr. Smith, is a white person. 
and three black people who beat him up. Now, if it was reversed, they'd called hate crimes, but because it's okay now to do bad things to white people because white people are evil. So how about this one? Tennis legend Martina Navratilova rips family and viral. These are all yesterday's news. This isn't a week ago, a year ago. It's not gathering. This is in one day. Tennis legend Martina Navratilova appeared to be disgusted with a video that appeared to show a girl telling a rabbi to kill yourself if they had a problem with free Palestine. The altercation took place in Times Square, New York City. The girl in the video is 11 years old. The girl or supposed family members that she was with didn't appear to have any remorse over what she told Rabbi Shmuley Botich, who took the video. The, cl- the clip received more than 7.3 million views. Naratolova was among those who remarked on the clip, pretty sad, and the mother's laughing, pathetic. Incredible. An 11-year-old Muslim girl with her family walked over to me. This is what the, uh, the rabbi said. Times Square and told me to kill myself because I'm a Jew. I'm not making this up. You must watch this. Then they had their small child kick me to humiliate me while their daughter continued to say that I should kill myself. Identify who those people are. Also, other passerby yelled at me that she's white and I should kill myself as a Jew. All this happened in the middle of New York City. I'm just telling you, this is the world. How about this? IBM. Did you hear what IBM put out? This is yesterday's news. Only white people are racist. IBM's Red Hat allegedly issues 10 allyship commandments to employees. IBM's subsidiary Red Hat allegedly issued a series of commandments to employees that they must follow and must accept as fundamental truths, including that only white people can be racist. By the way, IBM CEO caught discriminating against white employees said only black people get bonuses this year. Only black people are getting bonuses at IBM. How about this one? Wisconsin University sued for allegedly demoting staff member from diversity position for being white. Why was he fired? Because he's white. That's why. How about this one? Super Bowl champ, sick of average white guys commenting on football, proposes racial bowl game. Richard Richard Mendehall won a Super Bowl with the Pittsburgh Steelers and said that white people should shut up because they suck at football and talk to black people what to do. Matter of fact, we shouldn't do a Pro Bowl anymore. We should do a white against black bowl because white people are so ridiculously stupid. They know nothing about And he's not arrested. He's not banned. He's not anything. But you change the color. So what I'm telling you is, listen, there's a battle out there. Now, you don't need to play that. Those are racist hatred. But what you do need to know is this is the world you're moving into. If you're a believer in God or the Bible, you're going to be ridiculed. If you're white, you're going to be ridiculed. And so this is where you've got to know who you are. And this is why we're dealing with the heart and mind. This is the key. It's all about the heart and the mind. And so what we need to do is realize, well, let's do the SWAT. Remember, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. This is where you have power. Remember, as Dr. Viktor Franco said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It's your power. And remember, requisite variety says that any element in a system with the most flexibility is the most power and control. So this is why we don't keep a pound of flesh. We don't keep a record wrong. We remind ourselves. So here's your strengths. We have power through knowledge, through beliefs, through experience, controlling the narrative, emotional intelligence. This is why I teach you. With our head and our heart, we've got to know that we have power, that we have more control. I teach you how you work, that we, our mind is six times faster and we can talk. So if you're going to make any lasting change, you must follow the rules of the unconscious brain. We are programmed creatures. 
That's what you got to get. And so what I teach is how to take control of your experience. The body releases 63 known chemicals, and we have absolute control over what, rele- of what chemicals are released. And those chemicals make you feel. Our narrative is dictated by what we hold on to. Are you holding on to bitterness, anger, resentment? You got to let them go. The three R's of survival is regret, resentment, and resistance. And whenever you're living in those three R's, you're living in the past. Stop that. God says you're a new creation. Get rid of the past. Forgive people. We need understanding. We don't need mercy. I mean, we don't need justice. We need mercy and grace and understanding. Now, the weakness. What is the weakness of the heart and mind? The flesh. The past not dealt with. Old programming. You've got to confront your old programs. Remember, by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their programming's in place. You got to realize what the Bible says. You can't put new wine in old wineskins. So you got to go back to the programming. Take a look at your old programming, what you say about yourself, what you believe about yourself. Now the opportunities. The opportunities is to, to learn how you work. It gives you control, new knowledge, new beliefs. If you change your thinking, you change your life. Let's dissect your beliefs. Let's give you a new identity. Remember, the Bible says in Christ, you are a new creature. Everything is is new. The old is washed away. It's a mindset. You got to believe it, which brings us to the threats. We're the biggest threat to ourselves. I used to say this all the time. I've met the enemy, and he's living in my shorts. In other words, the way I used to talk to myself, if other people talked to me that way, I'd never allow it. You got to look at, um, I think it is, uh, it's uh, Psalm 50, verse 20. God says, quit trash-talking your your mother's son. Quit trash-talking yourself. We've got to be aware that we go backwards easily. Gravity's one purpose is to hold us back. We've got to forget the old negative programming. We've got to create new, brand-new programming. And the only way you can do that is know how you work. That's why wherever you listen to podcasts like Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight, share it, download it, spread it. Go to likeitmatters.net. Go to wayofwarrior.training. Get yourself in a class. I'm here to help you fight your good fight and remind you, when you live your life like it matters, it is the Way of Warrior. Some days, I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? I feel so tense and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Check up on your mental health. Take an online mental health screening at mentalhealthmn.org. Mental Health Minnesota has online mental health screenings, resources, support, and connections to treatment and crisis services. All anonymous, confidential, free of charge, and open seven days a week. Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. Mentalhealthmn.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this state. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.